Recently, Jordan Peterson shared a post titled Pursue Your Life's Adventure, in which he talked about some very interesting concepts that kind of made us both scratch our heads a little bit about what he was looking for. So in today's episode, we're talking about the pursuit of happiness, and we're defining what happiness is to us, and that it's not something you're actually pursuing or that you stumble upon in a lucky fashion, but it's actually you are creating it from the jump. So this is a really good conversation. I think you're going to enjoy it. Let's go ahead and get started with this Full Throttle Thursday. Let's go. Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. Here we are. This is uh, BT here with David. We are going to be talking today about the pursuit of happiness, not the film, but just happiness in general. And really, David, the idea of this came from a post, a recent story post that we saw that came out on Easter Sunday from Jordan Peterson. And we've talked about Jordan Peterson on the show before. We've talked about his books and we have visited some of his seminars or his, his talks and things of that nature. And the the post itself was titled Pursue Your Life's Adventure. So just to sort of preface this, I'm going to read that post in its entirety because I can't show it on a podcast. Then we'll talk a little bit about it uh, because I'm sure there's some mixed feelings with what he has to say. So, um, and again, this was a story post so it was done over multiple frames as we go through. But this is in essence what it says. Uh, If you aim to climb uphill to the highest peak, you can envision that's better than happiness. When you listen to a profound piece of music that spans the whole emotional experience, it's not happy. Happy is elevator music. It lacks depth. It's shallow. That's a problem. It doesn't have that deep sense of awe and horror that characterizes the best music. To pursue your life's adventure is better than happiness. It's meaning and redemption. And maybe if you're lucky while you're pursuing it, you get to be happy. If you were fully awake to your errors and taking advantage of every opportunity put before you, you have no idea what the limit of transformation might be. Easter is a tremendous time to reflect upon meaning, resurrection, and the adventure of life. So that's Jordan's quote yeah. of the story right there. So, you know, why don't we talk about that and we'll just jump off from there. This is the one of one of the things about Peterson that I completely disagree with with him. I I think I understand where he's coming from with it. Um, but I think I think that the man struggles with happiness himself, and that's why he ends up saying this. And you know, we, he's made it very public that he struggles with depression, which I understand. It would be very difficult to understand happiness if you're struggling with depression your whole life, especially if it if it is a genetic thing or whatever. Whatever he says that his whole family has suffered from it. You know, here's my take on this: we have this would make sense for for a being that has no consciousness. If you look at what is the greatest power that we have as a conscious being, it's the ability to choose. That's, that's how we create our reality. It's how we're able to see polar opposites, right? That gives us that, that ability to choose. So I agree with it, his idea of a challenge. I agree, I agree with the experience of being in awe of something. And that that's different than happiness. I agree with that part. 
But to actually go after the big challenges in your life, I don't think you're lucky if you get to be happy. I think happiness is a choice. It's choosing to be happy because what is the converse of happy? It's sad, angry, sure, right? Not happy, mad. What What is the opposite of happy? And those experiences come from perception, right? So whether you're looking at I'm sad or I'm happy, or I'm I'm angry, or I'm at peace. These are these are all created by the perception of the individual who's having the experience. We can choose to change our perception and develop a higher understanding of life that will allow a person to be happy without being a giggling idiot, right? To be happy and at peace should be the way that we go through life. And that doesn't mean that we don't have challenges. And that doesn't mean that we don't have hardships. And that doesn't mean that we don't grieve if we lose someone. But there's no reason that why we can't be happy through all of our experience. I think when a person becomes aware that that's a possibility for them, they can then experience that, right? I, since I have, bec- I have never spent a moment that I'm not happy. I have had other experiences while being happy at the same time. But happiness came for me when I developed the awareness that happiness was a choice. It was a way of showing up every day, like, like everything else. And I think that our, we live in a world that tells people that the experience that they're having is basically not in their control. And, and we feed into that. Uh, a business feeds into that. Money feeds into that. There's a lot of motivation to keep people stuck in the emotional issues that they have instead of actually helping them get out of them, right? Sure. Whenever, your, whenever your problem is my business, we have a problem. Because if my intention is not to go out of business, then my intention is to keep exacerbating or exploiting that problem in order for me to be able to stay in business and make money. So the idea, we see this everywhere, all over the world, but happiness itself is, and it's it's an understanding, right? A person can be, a person can go through life, they're a conscious being, but they're really not using their consciousness because they've never been taught how to think so that they can you fully benefit from their consciousness. You can learn how to think so that you can fully benefit from it. And one of the, one of the processes of that is understanding how to be happy, right? I don't, I don't agree that happiness is elevator music. I just don't. Uh, happiness is a state of being. It's a choice. It's a level of consciousness. It does require understanding. It, it, it requires also the knowledge of how you're doing certain things. So a person isn't just happy. That would be elevator music. But when a person does happy, that's an intention. When a person does depression, that's an intention. When a person does sadness, that's an intention. These are all experiences of the human being through period of of evolution. Consciousness allows us to change those things. Unconsciousness causes us to stay in that experience, right? If you look at an animal, you wouldn't say an animal is happy or unhappy. I mean, with the exception of maybe pets, because they've been yeah, we put human emotions and feelings on see, our dogs that's and our right, cats. And that's our right, that's and right. And, and every and every trainer worth their salt will tell you stop thinking like a human being with your dog. Right, your like, dog oh, he is looks a dog. So happy, look at how happy he right. is. Like he's right, and you also see people that look at their dog and go, he's sad, he's depressed, and what they're seeing is a projection of themselves sure. in their own 
in their own animals. So with this thing, T, I just, I love Jordan Peterson to death. I think he's a great guy. Um, but I think that this is something that he struggles with. So this is his perception of the idea of being happy, but I very much disagree with his, with his idea around it. Yeah. What really jumped out at me is the whole happy is elevator music thought, you know, and I, I, I'd like to hear your interpretation of that. Cause you just mentioned it a moment ago and you said that, you know, happy is not elevator music. It's clearly something else. We can't speak for Jordan, but if we were to make an assumption about what he's trying to say there, can you like clear that up for the people listening to this who might read that and say, well, I like elevator music. What does he mean by that? What he means by that is it's a, it's a state of denial. There's no intention behind it. It's uh, background noise. It's background noise. It's, it's living, it's living under a a certain level of consciousness where you're kind of blind to what's happening. You know, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's not accepting what's going on around you. And there's a lot that's going on around you. But the thing is, is that I go back, I go back to this. People have a choice, Yeah. but you don't have a choice when you're not conscious of it. So if, if he's talking about a person who's not conscious, I would totally agree. Happiness is not the destination. Purpose is the destination expression, full authentic expression of the self, giving a human being get to that place. That's the real deal. But within that journey, a person can understand how they can be happy. And I, again, I'll, I'll, I'll emphasize this. That does not mean a giggling idiot who's in denial about what's going on in their life or the world. Yeah, I mean, we're not going through our everyday lives being one happy 100% of the time. I right. mean, there's going to be things that pop up that are going to be uncomfortable and you're not going to be particularly happy about a situation. But because you are aware of what happy feels like on your day-to-day, you're able to get yourself back into a state of being pleasant. You're going to have to problem solve. You're going to have to troubleshoot. You're going to have to do these things in your day-to-day life that are maybe not so happy, maybe not so content. You are in a sad state. But if you can find a way to get back to whatever your level of happy is, you know, without the giggling idiot piece, you're going to be much more successful moving forward. But the key there, and I love that you bring up consciousness because you have to be aware of it. Like there's people who are, I don't want to say sleepwalking through life, but they are just, I know people in my life even who are just miserable 24 hours a day. Me too. And they are just completely difficult to be around and being, you know, around you and your organization for as many years as I have. It's, it's refreshing to be around people who are positive and see the bright side of even any, even the most difficult of situations. And they make an attempt and they make an attempt, but there's people in my life who, from the time they wake up till the time they go to bed are just living in a state of misery. misery. And to me, that is a very, and, and they, they don't, they're not aware of it. And you don't even attempt to bring it up to them because what, 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 what's it going to do? Right. It's not going to change right. them in any way. They are who they are and that's who they are. You either love them or leave them, period. But um, I think it's just interesting to know that, you know, you, you say that happiness is a choice. And I'm sure some people say, well, I don't, I, I don't know how to choose happy. Um, I think for me, I think this would be a good place to interject with the definition of happiness that I read uh-huh. that I thought was really cool because it was by a woman uh, by the name of Kendra Cherry. And she wrote uh, a, an article called What is Happiness? And her definition to me sort of summed up and it uses the buzzwords that I think of when I think of happiness. And she says that happiness is an emotional state characterized by feelings of joy, satisfaction, contentment, and fulfillment. While happiness has many different definitions, it is often described as involving positive emotions and life satisfaction. So she's she's ticking all the boxes. Joy, 
contentment, fulfillment, all of those things. Do you agree with her definition right there? Is that pretty tight to what you say? Or I is agree. There anything I, yeah, I agree with the direction she's going because what she's talking about is the meaning that you're giving to things. So a, per, a person can go through life and they can have meaning thrust upon them. Like here's what everybody else believes the meaning to all the different things in their life is. And then if they believe that, they then are going to experience another person's meaning. When you say a person is happy, why are they happy? They're happy because they're giving the things in their life a meaning that allow them to be happy. If they give things a meaning that cause them to be sad, then they will then be sad. So it all of these different experiences are very much attached to the meaning that either we're programmed to give it because that's the way that we grew up and we've never been consciously aware that we can change it or that it actually could mean something different or that we're very conscious of the meaning that we give things and we choose to give things the meaning that everything is good, everything is about more life, everything is continuing to move in that direction, even the things that we think don't, right? Because that comes from a lack of understanding. Sure, yeah. And I think you can find, I mean, I, 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 for me personally, getting to a place of happiness, it's a muscle that needs to be worked. I need to constantly, not constantly, I need to be thinking about how I want to show up. And because I'm conscious, I used to joke with Steph about, you know, because I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm now aware, I'm no longer ignorant to how universal laws work. I, I used to say, I wish I could go back to a time when I didn't know these things. I wish I could unknow sometimes and just be a little ignorant because now, be, now that I know what happiness is and what happiness isn't, and I'm continually trying to strive to get there, I want to make sure I'm showing up each and every day that way. And there's just days when I don't. There's just days when I don't feel happy. So for me, the awareness is both a blessing and a curse, but because I'm aware of it, I can change it. And right. that's, that's where you bring up, you know, happiness is a choice. And yeah, I mean, there's people that that require, you know, medication to, to, to get them there because they have like myself, I've got ruminating thoughts. I've got things that go on in my head. I'm not always, you know, showing up the best. If I need to take some medication to get there, then so be it. I used to be anti that. And now I'm like, wow, this stuff really could be the answer yeah, for helps, many, many people. If it helps, why yeah, not? Yeah. But the key there is you are choosing a certain way that you're showing up. And I love that you say happiness is a choice. And I love that people who are aware. It's a choice based on understanding. Okay. I want to really emphasize that. So there's, it's not just, yes, I'm going to make a choice to be happy when, when my whole belief system is saying everything is going to shit. There's an understanding there that has to come that's very different. And I don't think that Jordan is touching on that yeah, at all. Sure. So let's say a person is unhappy with how things are going. Let's bring a little bit of universal law into this because that's what you're so masterful at doing. You know, how can an understanding of the various universal laws help a person who may not be woke enough to understand what happiness is, that happiness is a choice? Is there any law in particular that could speak to how can they get from that place of unhappy to a law clarity. contentment? Polarity. Love polarity means everything has an opposite. Everything in the universe has an opposite. Sure. And when you're when you have something in your life that you're experiencing that's bad or mad or hard or unhappy, whatever whatever it is, there's an opposite side to it. When you're only experiencing one side, you've limited your potential to change to 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 activate a conscious choice in that moment. You're making something absolute. This is absolute not good if I'm unhappy, right? Well, why is it absolute not why is it absolutely not good? It's only absolutely not good if you don't understand that there's another side to it. 
that everything that you would perceive as bad also has a good side, right? Yeah. The truth is everything just is. It doesn't yeah. have any meaning. Human beings have given it meaning. I was just, I was just thinking of that. You know, we, we took a trip last year. We did a team retreat and we were driving um, out to the Outer Banks and we had the whole family in the car with me. We're driving down the road and we're in this remote part of, you know, North Carolina and we have a blowout in the car. I have a blowout in this rental. It's actually a rental we're taking out there because our other one was in the shop. And, you know, you want to put all this meaning. You know, I'm so frustrated. I'm angry. I'm unhappy. How can this happen, you start blaming all these sorts of things. That blowout tire can be looked at in various ways because, you know, my wife is masterful at, at, at keeping the Changing truth tires. in front of you. Yeah, <laughs> well, that helps too. She's really good at that. She's like the Ms. Fix-It in my, in my family. But she's able to bring this, you know, it just is yeah. idea behind it. This is just a blowout. It's neither good nor bad. But if we want to look at it as being good, it's keeping us from something much worse down the road. We could be in a five-car pileup two miles down the and road. And it prevented you from getting there. And it is. Yeah. This is a blip. And, and my, my children are very aware of the blip anytime we're late getting somewhere, anytime we're stuck in traffic somewhere. It totally changes my outlook on things. And it does put me in a state of happiness, if you will, knowing that this thing just is. You want to say it's the worst day you've ever had. You want to say it's the best day you ever have. Or you can just say, this is just a day. We as humans have this fascinating thing about labeling so many things. So I love that you bring polarity into this as well, because you're right. Even in the most difficult of circumstances, there is a silver lining there of awareness and understanding and potentially happiness that can come out of that. Yeah, I absolutely. think it's, I think it's quite interesting. So for me, you know, like there's I, another piece to this. If we go a little deeper, yeah, I'm, let's I'm, go. Let's see go if I can touch deeper. Yeah. Cause I, I, I think I can hear our audience going, but what if everything in my life means this? Like, sure. I don't understand how, like, so, so, so how can you say that, that having a blowout on the side of the highway is a good thing? Tell me one good thing that's good about it. Right. I get that. I get it. You have to take, you have to take, uh, a, a, you have to back up and take a bigger view of life to, under, to understand this. And then you have to start to practice it so that you can actually start experiencing it. But here's the idea. We are all part of some kind of amazing intelligence in the universe. The people can call it whatever they want. They can call it God, energy, uh, spirit, what universe, whatever they want to call it. I don't care what they call it. I'm not hung up on any of that. But we are part of some enormous intelligence that, to our knowledge, does one thing. It continues to move life forward, right? It, 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 all the stories, whether you come from the idea of the Big Bang or you come from the idea of an Adam and Eve or whatever idea you come from, the, everything describes the birth of life. And that life is continually moving forward and it has one modus operandi and that is more life, right? So all energy is cyclical. It's consistently moving from one form to another. Every single thing that we experience is the same energy being expressed in different forms. There's only one energy, okay? Same energy being expressed in different forms. So if you're, if you're pissed off, and I'm happy, same energy, it's flowing through you and being expressed, being pissed off, raging, being mad, whatever you're experiencing. If I'm happy and content or peaceful, it's coming through me and I'm experiencing that. But the energy, what it will do is it, it, is continu it continually moves to the idea of more life. If there's anything that we know about the universe is that it recycles what does not benefit life. 
whether it's a human being, an animal, a plant, a solar system, the earth, whatever. It's constantly in stages of recycling and birthing new life. Now, when you really take that in and you start to actually think about it, you understand that what's behind every single thing is an intelligence that's moving life forward. I can be part of that if I consciously choose to participate in the moving forward of everything in my life. But that means I have to accept when things go wrong. I have to accept when there's loss. I have to accept when there's change. I have to see it as part of a higher plan of moving life forward, making my life better, your life better, everybody's life better. And when you see it, when you back out of it to a, and get more um, a much larger view, so you're not sure. so myopic around it, and then you start to experience it in your life, you realize that everything that happens is leading up to something good. The, the people in your life and the people that I know in my life that are just miserable human beings, everything in their life has been, life sucks. It doesn't matter what you do, you get fucked. Nobody cares. Like it's all these crazy ideas that they have, that they have, uh, they were taught from birth and because that's all they've ever focused on in their life, that's all they've ever experienced. And if you look at their life, if you look at their life, they're completely stuck in that reality, but they don't know that they've created that reality and that they could change it. Yeah, they no, have no freaking idea that they can no, change it. No personal responsibility. Right. There's that. people from my past that look at me and think that I'm successful because I got lucky. Yeah, they still bring that up. They completely Decades that I later. got lucky. I had a conversation. I was on the I was on the phone with somebody that I care about very much for a couple hours this weekend, and this person. 100% believes that my success comes from luck. Still to this day. To this day. That's insane. And they're going, their life is getting worse by the minute. By the minute. And I'll explain it to you off air because yeah, sure. I don't want to out anybody. Sure, sure. No, I get it. By the minute. And I was trying to help this person. And no matter what I said, it was, it, it there, falls on I can't ears. do that. I can't do that. This is, it's not, that wouldn't work. I don't know how I would ever do that. I don't hit, like it's, I'm fucked. It doesn't matter what I do. I'm fucked. I've been fucked my whole life. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you realize this person is completely attached to that perception of the world and they're not letting go of it for anything. But the deal is, is that we all have the same destination, at least in this lifetime, right? You can argue there's more lifetimes we go. There's what does our energy become after our physical body is gone? Nobody knows. And anybody that tells you that they know, they don't know. Right, So there's all different kinds of perceptions. Yeah. We would love to think that it's going. But here's what we do know for sure. We do know now. We do know that we have now. And we do know that we can make changes in this moment now to choose how we're going to experience now. And if we're conscious, if we don't like something, we can make it better. Change it. I did it. Yeah, I was a miserable son of a bitch when I was 22 years old. Sure. Right? But I found out that I could change it, and I wanted to change it. And I've been working ever since then to change it. And I'm not perfect, and I don't need to be perfect, and I'm still I'm happy, I'm engaged, I have a great family, I have great business, I have friends, I have great, a company. We do all kinds of wonderful things. We help people every single day. And I have just as many challenges, if not more, than most people do. I'm not upset about them. Yeah, Things it, don't always go right. Yeah. I make mistakes. I'm not upset about it. Every problem has a solution, right? So every problem's leading up, to something yeah, better. Something better. If we would look at if if let's say either you fuck up 
really bad or somebody else fucks up and, you, and you're part of the consequence of that or whatever happens, if you stop and say to yourself, you know something, this might not look good in the moment, but there's a good reason behind it. This is leading to something. Maybe it is becoming aware of something that I'm doing now that's not good and I wake up and I can change that. Or maybe it is becoming aware to pay attention to something that's coming in the future. What's not happy about that, right? So I think Jordan's stuck in his own perception sure. a little bit with this one. And, you know, the other thing about Jordan that that I believe, because the, he's been so vocal about, is the guy's been studying very dark subjects all of his life, which is a good thing because he's, he's an expert in understanding where that mindset can lead to. And I think we need people like that today, yeah, big time. But when you, when you only study the dark side of human nature, it can, you can get stuck there. It has to have an effect. You can, you, it absolutely has. Yeah, an you effect. don't come out of it. Well, because it, I've studied the dark side of yeah. human nature and I know how it affects me sure. to stay in, in there too long. I, I, I do yeah. not belong in there too long. I don't think anybody does. Yeah. It reminds me of, well, during, during the pandemic, I got into some books that were about child trauma and um, physical abuse and things like that. And for about three months straight, I just read book after book after book on this subject, trying to make sense of my own life. And it brought me to a dark place. And I saw I was interacting with my family different. I was much shorter with my, you know, granted the pandemic was going on. And you're a tall all, guy. So yeah, to get much shorter, that's exactly, it really right? affected I was in some you. Trouble, right? So I was thinking like, man, it's so interesting how you can get so deep into that dark side of things, you don't see any light. Immediately what came to my head was, you know, Heath Ledger when he portrayed the Joker all those years and it eventually led to his his death, right? I mean, people have a hard time coming out of that and some of these people, it's just a safety blanket. It's just, it's just constantly reliving that pattern that my life has sucked, it'll always suck and I'm just gonna live out my days of it being sucky. Here's part of the problem. People do not understand how thin the line is between sanity and insanity. It's yeah. as thin, it's as fine as the razor's edge. And if you spend too much time over that line, it's a dangerous place yeah, to spend time. It sure is. It's not any one person's responsibility to save the world. And I'm saying that because I know that there's people that will say, well, what about all the terrible shit that's happening in the world? I agree. I agree. There's terrible shit, n unbelievable terrible shit around the world. But you need to ask yourself a question. Is that happening to you? Is that in your life? Is it your purpose to change that or do you have a different purpose? Because while we can observe all these things that are happening, there's only so much one person can do. What? You can't do everything. I could, you could sit here and I can show you atrocity after atrocity after atrocity that's happening right now. You can't change all of it. What do you feel that your purpose is to change, to do something about? That's what you have to focus on. Yeah, start there. Everybody has to stay in their own conscious lane. Yeah, right for sure. And that's a challenge because you want to look at it on like a global scale. Like, right. I want to, you know, solve the world's hunger problem. Complaining poverty. about everything doesn't yes. solve anything. Does not. You need action. You need, you need action. You need focused action. You need a plan. You need people that can think that they feel that it's their purpose to go out and do this. And those people are there. But when you broad swipe all of humanity with we, everybody needs to do this. Everybody needs to do that. That's nonsense. Yeah, it's true. And one thing I want to go back to as we wind this conversation down a little bit is you had talked about how there's one energy and the same energy that is that happiness energy that's coming out of you and perhaps the, the sad or angry energy that's coming out of me. That's all one energy. I think what's fascinating about that and what clicked in my mind was we're all just stewards to this 
powerful force known as energy, right? right? And you have a, I don't want to say obligation, but there's a responsibility that you have to be able to move life forward. I love that you talk about more life so much in your definition of happiness, because that is how the universe operates. We are all moving into a state of more life. It just keeps pushing the species and all these situations forward. And what's great about that is if you look at it, as a you being a steward for this energy and I want to be my best possible version because I think some people and even the people who wake up miserable I don't think that was that was something they were taught that was something that was learned you're not born that way so somewhere along the line things got really out of whack and I've seen people who were miserable become a completely 180 and become happy, content people. Yes, we have. We've seen a lot of people. Absolutely. We've seen people shed. Actually, I've seen people in your events go up to the microphone and they look like they could kill at a moment's notice. And then when you're done working with them, you see this like lightness that comes out of them. And it's just fascinating to me. So the whole idea that I'm a steward for this energy and I can choose how I want to use it and being able to choose it as a positive force I think is just a beautiful way to look at things. I think it it's just masterful if we can get to that place. Yeah, there's people that are listening to this right now that are probably saying, you know what, I'm, I, maybe I'm one of those miserable people. What can I do? Because usually they find you, they want some help. They're looking for some answers. Hopefully they'll be able to come up and say, you know what, what they're saying makes a lot of sense. Now start small. Start with something really itty bitty small to be happy about, to be content about, to be fulfilled about, and pull and push that forward. The one part of Peterson's message that I do agree with is that I do think that he's trying to send people into a life of some kind of purpose. And I think that that's very important. And I agree with that message that he has. But I think you can do both. I know you can do both. I do it. I've been working with people for 25 years doing this. They can do both. Happiness is not something that you just stumble across in the journey. It's not you get lucky. There is no luck in the universe. Everything happens by law. But if you, if you, it's a, it is, what I do agree with is it is a level of understanding to consciously actually be happy instead of the elevator music that he's talking about. Yeah, 100%. All right, so... What makes you happiest? What 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 are you? Nothing I, makes me happy. Nothing makes you happy. No, okay. happiness is a choice. It's it's a way that I choose to go through my life, right? Yeah. Does, see, makes, remember my legit, story. It's all verbiage. It, yeah. Remember my story. I was a miserable son of a bitch when I was working on the dock back in '93, right? And what I didn't know was that I could control my experience. Every day I went to work and I was like, "Fuck you! You're a motherfucker. This sucks. Yeah. I hate. I hate this. I hate what I'm doing." And one day it was like, I'm the one that's doing this. The next day I decided to show up and begin to act like I love what I did. My experience changed overnight, instantly changed. In 30 days, it tripled my income. It, 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 it changed how I ex- exchanged in conversation with my, my coworkers, my friends, my family. Everything began to change when I became conscious that I was creating the problem. So it's not... Oh, do this because it'll make you happy. It's I'm going to do this because it's something that I want to do. I have a desire to do it. And no matter what it is, I'm going to be happy. There's things about my job that I don't particularly care for as far as this isn't fun or that isn't fun. There's different degrees of how much I actually enjoy one thing over another within my job. But I think that's true for everybody. But I, everything that I do, I'm so unbelievably happy about the fact that I've chosen to create this life for myself, even when it's hard as fuck, right? Yeah. Even yeah. when it's hard as fuck. It's, sure. So it's not about I need to do something else to make me happy. 
I follow my desire. What is my desire pulling me toward? Where is my purpose leading me? And then happiness is an attitude that shows up because that's what I've chosen to do. Sure. Yeah. So something doesn't make you happy. You that's make right. the happy. That's right. You make the happy. You're that's the one right. that drives it. That's probably it. the biggest message in this. And I yeah. think that's the piece that Jordan's missing. Yeah. I think, I think you're right. because he's using the idea of luck. If you stumble across it in this in this purposeful journey, which I understand is so important for him, and it's so it's so uh, it's such an important part of his message, but you don't stumble across happiness. You consciously go after the things that he's talking about, but you consciously create happiness because happiness is a perception that we can change. We're in control of our perception, but you have to get to the point where you're consciously aware of that. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, I am very happy that we had this conversation. I think this is really good. I think people are going to get a lot out of it. So, thanks, David. You bet. Well, there you have it, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in. The Pursuit of Happiness, a lot of really good information that David just brought out in this. It was fantastic to hear. I mean, I was sitting across from him and I know right away that, you know, I need to be a steward of this energy and this life force and moving it forward. I always get compliments about how positive I am. And I, I have bad days. We all do. But the reality is you make the happy. It doesn't, it's not something that you're out there searching for. You actually create it. So go out and create yourself some happy today. Do us a favor, ring that bell down below, uh, like, subscribe, share this with someone who you might feel could use a little boost in the happiness area, and uh, hopefully they'll be better off because of it. Until the next time, we'll see you on the next Successful Mind Podcast. Be happy today. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.